Adam Cravens, and Jane Ellen watch more movies each month than most people do in a year. Parental Guidance suggested reviews new movies in theaters with no spoilers promise. These film nerds know their stuff. Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And you saw, wait a minute, Cats, Little Women, which which one did you see, Adam? The Gentleman. Doesn't sound like any of the those. The Gentleman, who, who is not a little woman. Who is The Gentleman? The Gentleman is directed by Guy Ritchie, who, who we all know is it's who directed... the reason directed why Madonna has... The... A British accent. The live-action Aladdin. Oh, that's right. I yeah. forgot he did that. Which, I'll tell you, when they announced that, like, I just I just scratched my head. Like, th- there's some of them, like when uh, they gave, um, was it uh, Bill Condon, uh, Beauty and the Beast. I'm like... I was going to say Bill Cosby. I was like, I'm going to give him... No, he, he did not direct uh, Beauty and the Beast. Would have been a very different film and a very different kind of beast. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, Guy Ritchie. Um... I'm sitting there going, right, right. Well, that's the guy that did, like, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Oh, that's like, right. I remember now you were saying, all right, all right, all right. And then, and then again, it they give him Aladdin, and I'm like, how, what, what has he done that, like, qualifies him to do the, or, or made you go, you know what we should do? Give him Aladdin. But we're not talking about We're, we're not, but it, it scratches, I, it's still, I mean, granted. Well, he's. Buttload of money, producer. Buttload of money, like billion dollar gross. Obviously, I was wrong. The Gentleman is a much different kind of film than the aforementioned Aladdin, and has much more to do with lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Okay, well, it has made twenty two and a half million dollars. Yes, this is this is true, and that's good, bad. Um, uh, his his films don't generate you well usually don't generate mass mass revenue. Um, they're they're kind of quirky. Um, think about it almost like a if you had a store brand version of Quentin Tarantino. That's always the way hmm. Guy Ritchie has struck me. Interesting. His his films have got a lot of attitude. They've got a very specific kind of cadence to them. Um, and you see a lot of the the same actors appear throughout his films, and there's a lot of people that just want to work like uh, Brad Pitt, like um, has worked with there. There, there are a lot of actors that just make sense, like mm-hmm. with him, and his films are overwhelmingly British. Like you, you, you feel not in the way that say Faulty Towers <laughs> was British, um, but like. There's very much that that attitude to it. I'm playing all the episodes back in my head. Um, <laughs> kind of in the same way that, like, you have that... Uh, Don't mention the Germans. Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. His films have, like, they, they have a very specific kind of attitude to them. And mm-hmm. he loves to use Italian people and occasionally Irish people. Uh, or, or Italian people playing Irish people yes, as well. Yes, which, which I, I mean, I guess if... They start with eyes. If Mel Gibson can be the Patriot and be Braveheart, I, I guess they can always, they can also be Irishmen. So, hey, Itchy, he's Irish. Um, <laughs> the gentleman is, oddly enough, Matthew McConaughey and 
Uh, marijuana? What? Yeah, that sounds like. But, but it's a it's a whole unbelievable. Lot, it's less fast times at Ridge Ridgemont High, like which, which again, if there's anybody that's heavily associated with marijuana that is not, say, Kevin Smith or Woody Harrelson, it's probably Matthew McConaughey. I'm mm-hmm. surprised the three of them have not worked together at some point. Kevin Smith is off it now. No, he's not. Isn't he? Did he say that? I don't think he is. I thought after he had the heart attack and then lost weight, I saw, but I'm not sure. No, I think he cut out jelly beans. Like, that may be what you're thinking. Not not marijuana. Huh. Seth Rogen. Uh, Also not off. Oh, that. Okay, I was like, no. No, I'm just saying he as well. Yes, Matthew McConaughey. If if you're going to do the four horsemen, like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, then that's that. That is most definitely. (laughs) And yet, when when you line them all up, especially pre healthy Kevin Smith, it's like uh, when it does his body good, huh, Matthew McConaughey? There's nothing wrong there. Just kind of slowly goes goes down. Yeah. To that. Mm-hmm. I can see. A little munchy. So Matthew McConaughey is a businessman. I think that's the best way to describe it. He has he has created more or less what will be explained to you within the confines of the film. It's kind of a, a marijuana empire. And I mean, when I say empire, like he is making like a ridiculous amount of money. All right. Like, all right, all right. I, I, yes, it did quite, so, quite and, all right. And yeah. he's. And he's operating out of the UK? Uh, yes. And they're... Is it legal there? I guess not. No. Okay. But like the, also within the um, the confines of the film, they're also talking about, you know, in all likelihood within the next 10 years, this is going to be legalized mm-hmm. because somebody's wanting to purchase kind of his infrastructure. And he's like, so why, why, why do I want it if it's just going to go away? And he goes, listen, um, whenever they got rid of prohibition. He goes, mm-hmm. it took them X amount of years to really cash in and turn it into a business. Mm-hmm. He goes, you're not just getting the product here. You're go, you're getting my infrastructure. You're getting these chemists over here, who, by the way, are the best in the business. He goes, if you do nothing with it, you can make X amount of dollars. He goes, now, if you're a smart man and you seem like you are one, he goes, this is a billion dollar and like it's just it it made you want to buy it didn't it? it like i was really into it and like i don't really do anything illegal like sometimes i jaywalk um i i've gotten parking sometimes tickets sometimes i silent bob walk um i uh oh, come I, on that get, was a good one i got one. pulled over for speeding it was a good one yeah i was just you <laughs> caught me mid-thought like and i can't i couldn't exit that thought long enough to and then the moment was gone you're listening to Parental Guidance Suggested, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about The Gentleman, a film. It's like whenever I watch the movie Heat, I want to rob a bank. Now, I'm not going to rob a bank because my mind, um, which usually gives me really solid advice, tells me not to do that because I'm going to get arrested. Like, yeah. I'd l- love to have all that money, but I'm just like, yeah, but then your kids aren't going to see you or if they do... It's from behind bars. Mm-hmm. And that's probably not a great way to raise them. So I don't. In the same way that I'm watching this, I'm like, I want to be a billionaire. I should. And then I'm like, wait, 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 wait. That's a terrible idea. 
I should. No, you should be a billionaire. I no, well, want you to be a it's, billionaire. It's the way that I'm thinking oh. about getting to be a billionaire. Oh. Okay. Well, still, I want you to be a billionaire. Uh, granted, that's. The, I mean, both of us, both of us want that, and we yes, want it badly. Very much so. Um, the cast in this movie is stellar. Uh, Hugh Grant. Um, uh, Charlie, is it Hoonan? Chaplin, what? Charlie, no, Charlie Chaplin is not in this movie, hmm. which... Okay. That really would have threw me for a loop. <laughs> like, I was under the impression he'd been dead for a number of years. Huh. He's still rocking that Hitler stash. Ooh, All right. I don't know who else is in it. Oh, oh, oh well, I can bring up the... Um, oh, okay. I didn't I, know if that was the I'll bring out the, 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 the cast. Well, I'm just saying, like... Guy Ritchie is also at the point in his career. It's like, uh, again, and I know that I've brought up uh, Quentin Tarantino before. Who is not in the film. No, generally. that has nothing to do with it. But like it has a, like I said, a similar attitude. What's the purpose of um, well, you life? Know, no, no, no. All of a sudden I can see him. You just said his name. He caught in the car with the hooker, not Eddie Murphy. Hugh Grant. Yes. Yes. Hugh Grant almost... <laughs> Man, those guys, they're not going to live that down. Just 25 years later, 25 years later, we're still talking about it. But Don't yeah, I mean, you are true. Hugh, Hugh Grant, who okay. gives a spectacular performance, is almost, um, is almost kind of a narrator, but serves as a way to kind of bookend most of what's happening Okay, yeah, that's what I meant. What was his film. character? And but, by the way, there's a thing on probably Netflix, I don't know, that GQ is doing and... They're talking to actors about their most iconic performances. The one with Hugh Grant, you must, must, must watch because basically he says how he has played the same character over and over again, even with different directions. Like, and I just did the same thing again, and then I was asked to do the same thing in another film. I mean, (laughs) it's really delightful. Not for nothing, a lot of actors, like, I don't know if you call that necessarily calling it pigeonholing them but like when you want someone for that role that's mm-hmm. probably even in casting sessions you're just like i need a uh can you give me a jeff goldblum-esque mm-hmm. perform and in the cases where you have enough money to do it and they're just instead of getting somebody that's jeff goldblum-esque mm-hmm. just get jeff goldblum that's right or you want somebody that's like hugh grant well well if the schedule lines up and the money's right why don't you just have hugh grant now Wait a minute. I'll okay. get to the point. All right. 12 Angry Men, the black and white film. Great movie. True. And all finely acted by everyone in it. And I appreciate what Gene Kelly did in that movie. However, when I hear Gene Kelly's in a movie, I want him singing and dancing. Yeah. I'll grant so, you that. But even though I'm sure, well, he did it as he was aging. It's like, well, I can do other stuff, which... I, and he's probably like, he, I don't, he's real good at listen, it. Listen, I don't want to dance for two hours. It's exhausting. Yeah, all right. He's real good at I'm, it. I'm in my 70s and I just, I don't want to, I don't want to do tap dance. But yeah, um, those guys, I want them to, I want Clooney to be either hilarious or the charming Clooney who may just only exist as our best friend. But, you know, I want that guy. I want to see him the be The one in a movie. that more or less popularized, yes. like, that's... Again, when you mention Gene Kelly... I want the Kelly, Ocean's Eleven. Whenever Clooney. you say Gene Kelly, like, you don't think of, like, a stoic, 
like character actor, like you think of Singing in the Rain. You exactly. think of, you know, American Imperial. Like those are the those are the films. When I say Ed Asner, I want a grumpy old man who yeah. was a grumpy old man when he was what was he? In his thirties and Mary Teller Moore. I'm gonna go ahead and say like at conception. Yeah. Like he probably was. So yeah, I want Hugh Grant to be that Hugh Grant esque character. Um he's not playing Hugh Grant or a Hugh Grant S character in this one, but he's having a lot of fun. Oh, good. With it. So, were you entertained? Yeah, like this is the kind of film that if you're not already a fan of Guy Ritchie's, it's probably not going to win you over. Mm-hmm. But if you are into kind of that style and that aesthetic, it, it's you're you're in for the ride. Like, if you just touch a part of your body and think. Was there always a bump there? Um, yes, and I, I can't tell you whether or not it was there. But yeah, yeah. I'm doing that on the side of my hand now. It's like, is that all? Is that my bones? Okay, when, continue. It's just really distracting. It's like, I don't know if this is what my hand has always been, and I've always had the same hand, or is this some new, some new thing? Sometimes I'll lose a lot of weight, and I'll feel like a protrusion, and I'll be like, oh, dear, what have I broken? And I'm like, oh, no, that's just my skeleton. There, oh. it, there it is. Okay. Look at that there. Well, I felt the need to interrupt what you're saying because of, that's quite right. of the phantom menace. Thing, yes, that is on my hand that's probably always been there. The the gentleman is a lot of fun. Like, as soon as I saw, I want to say I, it was probably before uh, Knives Out mm-hmm. when I saw it. Um, I really, really knew that I was going to be in on that movie, and I was not disappointed. Um, it's very talky. Like, there mm-hmm. is some, there's solid enough action, and it, but it's not like... Michael Bay action mm-hmm. or like, you know, Richard Donner, you know, via lethal weapon kind of action. Uh, but I mean, there's there's guns like there's some speeding cars, like people being thrown from buildings like it sounds like fun. It's it's as much fun as that that can be. But there there's uh, a humor like in a like I said before, a very specific like cadence to the mm-hmm. dialogue where if if you have an ear for it, it's like when when you see a movie that's uh been written by Aaron Sorkin mm-hmm. sounds just like everything else he's ever done. Like West Wing, few good men, uh, Charlie Wilson's war. Like you, if you have an ear for it, you can almost pick it out. Guy Ritchie, like very much the way he writes and directs. Um, if I had not known that the gentleman was his film, mm-hmm. I would have either accused somebody of stealing his style. But whenever I saw the end of the credits, I was like, Oh, well, there's no need to sue anyone today. Is Madonna on the soundtrack? I don't think they're together anymore. But I know, but, but uh, I did not. I didn't. I didn't see her on there. <laughs> it's because of him that she has that accent, and I just he just she just caught to know. she caught British. <laughs> yes, she did. So, do you recommend it? Uh, yes. Yeah, I would. Uh, like I said, um, maybe maybe not if uh, you don't like kind of the R. Like, there's plenty of cursing. There's plenty of killing. Like people get stabbed. Um, if you don't like that, but if nothing that I said bothers you, then you should you should be in for the ride. All right. So the gentleman, which is different from the distinguished gentleman, considerably, yes, or the extraordinary gentleman, uh, the le- or the, yes, league the league of, of extraordinary yes. gentlemen. Yeah, those so are just, not those are in no way like a trilogy of films that um, <laughs> they, they have nothing to do with each other besides. Having gentlemen 
In and yet, building. in my mind, there's someone in a non-existent video store going, well, these go together. Whoop. Lady of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Distinguished Gentlemen, and The Gentleman. Okay. So, The Gentleman is uh, worth your time. Excellent. What are you going to see next week? Um, I would I would like to see 1917. It's about time. Hopefully, Cats isn't playing. And You know, know. I'm just waiting for the streaming, and then we're having a party, you and I. And we're watching Cats okay. together. And, and Little Women. Be, oh, I don't care about that. It's going to uh, be <laughs> no. I just want to watch Cats with you. I mean, I uh, I really want to watch Cats with you. I there is one song in Cats which is magnificent. You're you're going to have to wait, feed wait. me well. Oh, I will we stream that. And so, and one of my children is really really into show tunes, and she loves all of the. I was going to say the Phantom Menace, the Phantom of the Opera. Uh, when I hear Phantom of the Opera, it's like, well, there are two good songs, and, and the rest is. I'm picturing Darth Maul with yeah. like that. <laughs> that's the the white like half a mask. I tried to show her Cats, just a filmed Broadway version of Cats, and we couldn't get through it. I have a dear friend who is in the touring company of Cats. I love this woman. I haven't told her I just can't get through it. Now, I would get through it to see her, but it was just, what's the point? These are cats, and these are different kinds of cats, so they dance differently. But I know the movie has done something different and maybe deliciously awful. I uh, I don't want to explain why I was there because I think it's actually more fun if I don't. But a friend of mine and I had a dance class senior year in high school. I remember that. And they were... Oh, but I remember that. The, the, the girls in the class, which compromised 98% of the class, um, were really into cats. And like they wanted like the final project in the class to be like a performance of cats. <laughs> and I can't tell you how much um, I fought to make sure... That this didn't happen because I, I no one was going to rum tum tigger me. Um, it just it wasn't it wasn't happening. But uh, we we were successful in not doing cats as a class, thank goodness. But we did have to sit through a recorded uh, version of one of the stage productions, mm-hmm. and oh my goodness, I uh, I I can still see it to this day in my head and i just baffles me that like there are things that like i'm not into sports like i just i don't care like i don't care about major league baseball i don't care about the nfl i don't care about any of that but i'm i i understand why somebody could be mm-hmm. engaged by that like i can watch a football game and just be like oh, okay i'm not into this but i get why you like this mm-hmm. i i am at a complete loss to why anybody would A, like it, or B, have this ridiculous devotion to that play? I know. Like, just, uh, I, I don't I don't understand. I don't either. The dancing, it is great. Great. I, nothing that I could do. All I can guess is, I remember I was in New York City back when it was really gritty, and that rhymed. And Cats, I believe, had just been out maybe a couple of years, so mm. it was everywhere poster for cats x-rated movie theater posters for cats and alley cats. Movie theater. Yeah. yeah and i there was no internet then 
And so I didn't get to see any bit of it. I just knew that one song. Yeah. And I knew it was about cats, and one of them got old and sang that one song. And I thought, well, that could be good. Other than that, I'm I just... Sure, yeah, that three minutes is incredible. But... It is an amazing song. Oh. I don't think they sing it like, like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's been probably 20 plus years. Touch me! Oh. <laughs> Get that cat spayed and neutered. <laughs> in the jar. Anyway. <laughs> you're you're going to need to trank me whenever you feed me before that. Like, <laughs> I, I, otherwise, it's going to be awesome. I'm just going to scream out one of those windows. You'll just hear it, awesome. hear it shatter and, and me run across the front. I cannot the wait. front lawn. But anyway, um, you're going to see, I do hope you see 1917. I do. I do want to see that. Like I, I haven't been able to as, as much as I have in previous years, but like, I like to try to see the Oscar nominees if they're going to be in the mm-hmm. theater that, you know, happens to be where wherever I live. Oh, and a sidebar. Sure. I was talking to a new acquaintance who was talking about themselves, saying how they really loved documentaries and war movies. And I said, well, what's your favorite war movie? Because they want to see 1917. And the response was, Midway. So, um, which one did they mean? I didn't even want to pursue it. And I said, Well, if, I assume you've seen The Great Escape. Crickets, crickets. Like, and then I just had to withdraw myself from the conversation. Well, I mean, I met a guy once whose favorite movie was Days of Thunder. And I was just like, Was he in it? And that's why he liked it? No, hmm? no. And I'm like, at first in my head, I'm like, First of all, like Days of Thunder is an inferior ripoff to Top Gun, which is a fun enough movie, but I wouldn't call it my favorite movie. Why is why is why is the NASCAR version of Top Gun your favorite movie? Like I just I wanted I wanted to live in his head for three minutes because like I just I didn't understand I and like the only way I, I'm, I'm going to have to Vulcan mind meld with it. Just my mind to your mind. Oh, <laughs> oh no, it still doesn't make sense. I, don't, I, don't, I still, why would days of thunder be know. your favorite? And I'm not insulting days of thunder, but we would have gladly acted in it. Had we been hired, but have you ever watched the whole movie? No. Anybody no. say days of thunder is my favorite. No, I have not movie. Like I just, I, I want to interview that guy for an hour to just understand that because I can't rap like I I understand why people would steal to like feed their families I get that like I understand why play if placed into a situation where like it's your 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 life or you're gonna die like that you would protect yourself like in a, in a very like potentially like fade away for the other individual I don't understand why somebody would say out loud other people days of thunder is my favorite movie someone once introduced himself to me as i do this this and this and my favorite movie is the notebook and i said well and we can never be friends i don't like what 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 you chose that to introduce yourself i would i would rather just watch a notebook for two hours than watch the movie the notebook and i've never seen it and do not plan on it but anyway Enough Nicholas Sparks bashing. That's too fun and too easy. 
to do. And it's also on our separate yes. podcast, Knights in Rodanthe. <laughs> Spelled with a K-N-I-G-H-T. We are the Knights of Rodanthe. Okay. We must cease and desist uh, back next week with hopefully a review of 1917 or something else. I'm sure you'll find something. One way or another, there'll be a film here. There will. So thank you so much for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Owen. And I'm Adam Cravens. You've been listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.